Hi everybody, this is Rain City Supercars, and I'm Dan. And I'm Nick. And welcome to our podcast. So for our first intro, we're going to talk a little bit about who we are, and why we're here, and what we're doing with this, and why... Why is anyone here, Dan? I mean, can we talk about that? Nick's here for existential questions. I'm here for answers. I have too many questions. I I need answers. Now you know how this is going to go, so I'm glad you're still here. He keeps me grounded. As we all know, my head's a little larger than it should be, and I tend to float to the ceiling. Me but I'm excited pills. to be here. Me and the pills are doing me that. Me and the pills. <laughs> all right, so I'm Dan. Um, I run a little webpage called Dan's Drives. Um, I'm a volunteer for Exotics at Redmond Town Center. I moderate a little group called Seattle Cars and Coffee. I'm a driver. I'm a rider. Um, I help out with some drives for Avance. I'm a gadget geek. I rep some fancy rubber gloves. You know how to rep a glove like I've never seen on Instagram. <laughs> the best gloves you can buy. I never thought I would have a best friend that's a hand model. It's really great to know. It's really great to know. The funny part is that's actually a true story. It that's is. not a joke. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm a road tripper, definitely an insomniac, and I've got a strange rash on my neck, but that's about enough about me. <laughs> that might be more than some people want to know, Dan. Um, I guess that, that starts with me. I'm Nick Bergeron. Uh, I'm a Libra. I like short walks on long... Be- oh, that's sorry. That was for the lowered expectations thing. How I apologize. How many websites are you on? Well, that's, a, that's that depends. <laughs> Government regulated websites with the air quotes? More than I should be. Um, I'm Nick. I am the second part of Rain City Supercars. Um, as far as my car-based knowledge goes, I'm a volunteer of exotics at Redmond Town Center. I am part of Concorso Italiano. I do some of their automotive consulting and all of their social media. I'm a smoker. I'm a toker. I'm a midnight... Oh, sorry. Again. Again. My meds are starting to wear off. ADHD. I apologize. Uh, I'm a huge automotive fan. I've always been the kind of guy that uh, loved anything that went fast, exploded, made noise. You know, sometimes that involves women. Sometimes it doesn't. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> Dan just sits here and shakes I'm his head at me. just shaking my head at Yeah. Right it's now. just, you know... He knows that I can't be controlled. All of a sudden, I'm still not sure if he's joking or not. Yeah, he doesn't know. <laughs> Look, I told you, I'll show you the websites later, but that's a different thing. There's many passwords involved. They I don't too. Say one anyway. huh? They're all the same password anyway. <laughs> <laughs> when you're your friend's tech support, this is what happens. <laughs> yeah, when you're, yeah, you do tend to be some of the tech support. Uh, by trade, I work in kind of the financial industry. I'm in business with my dad, uh, which I absolutely love. Hi, dad. Hi, mom. <laughs> I uh, have been in the Pacific Northwest, born and raised, uh, and I just and met Dan through uh, some mutual friends and exotics, and we kind of bonded and thought this would be kind of a fun idea. All right, well, now that you've disappointed your parents a little further, let's talk about what cars we're currently driving. Won't be the first, won't <laughs> be the last. <laughs> we're just laughing proudly at each other. We're like, yeah, that's true. It's true. There's a lot of truth to this. All right, so uh, I'm currently driving a 2016 Corvette Z06. Uh, just passed 25,000 miles in a year Miles and a half. Been a year and a half yesterday. Yes, yeah. thank you. Um, I also have a '99 Land Cruiser that's uh, a giant project <laughs> that is probably going to cost me more than my Z06 in the end, and I'm not even joking. Um, yeah, but it'll go a lot more places. It will go a lot more, more places. places. Yeah, no, I need uh, yeah. yeah, so I, lo- I love that thing. I've got a history in motorcycles. I've owned 25 plus cars. I really like every time I count and make a list, it grows. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. Seems to be in a little bit of an addiction, if I had to ask. But I mean, yeah, probably. But, I mean, didn't you? Wasn't your first car like a Porsche or something no. like that? No, actually, my first car was an '84 Volkswagen Scirocco. Wow. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Good question. <laughs> I mean, well, why? Lowered new speed springs, sway bars, uh, wheels that didn't fit correctly. The why in my head's just getting bigger. Just oh so yeah, we're clear. yeah. I this mean, is. I'm a child of the '90s, so cool. this was uh, before taste. 
<laughs> Which, I mean... Sounds like it still is, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Taste is still dead. Stance yeah. proves that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, oh. We won't go there yet. The Let's first shot is fired and stanced. <laughs> That'll be a continuing theme, but not us. Let's talk about your cards. Uh, me. I've got yeah. a 1959 Triumph TR3 that was my grandfather's that uh, I've done some restore on. My father and I have. Um, and i got a daily that's a 325XI. Well, it started life, and then it's full dining now, which I absolutely love and really enjoy it. And then I also... Through my business and my and my my family, we uh, we have a Maserati Ghibli that I just absolutely love. It's one of my favorite cars. Yeah, you put some miles on that thing too. Yeah, it's been to Monterey twice with your vet. Like you know, yep, it's been a lot right. of fun. I it's forgot we've done it twice with the same car. It's I know. Rare for me <laughs> to have a car worth it here. <laughs> <laughs> really, the guy that just said he had what thirty thousand cars between the ages sixteen and seventeen. It's rare that you have this. You know, I think secretly you have a very love love relationship with your vet. Yeah, I, I mean, did that, and I, I'm still torn between my vet and my old GTR. Mm-hmm. Um, both two very different cars. Um, I think my vet is more fun to drive overall. I miss the grip and the the immediate, not the immediate power, just the. Uh, when you the, say drive overall? Do you mean like drive over children? Because you love it when children get around. That's a Mustang car. thing. No, oh, that's right. That's yeah, a Mustang. Good, I'm good thing. with the Corvettes. Okay. Uh, no, okay. I miss the uh, the ability to drive uh, with the, the GTR. You could just hop in and drive. No matter what the weather was outside, you just get in and drive. That thing could you could have fun in the rain, whatever. So you're saying it's a perfect, the GTR was a perfect Northwest car? Yeah, except for that transmission that was pretty much made of glass. That was... Which makes a lot of sense when you have a car that's that Yeah, and and if it wasn't for the warranty just about to expire, I actually probably wouldn't have sold it. I just didn't trust it enough. I loved the car, I loved driving it, but uh, anyway. It was pretty expensive to fix, from what I remember you saying. Yeah, if you're out of warranty and you got to fix a transmission, you're literally looking at almost a $20,000 bill. Okay. So you had the GTR before, right when I met you. Back when you were a birthday yeah, present to me. that's right. In case yeah. anybody doesn't know, just to throw this story in here, Dan showed up to a birthday party of mine thinking it was just a night of drinking with some friends, and we kept him. I never left. We never left. And it there's blossomed. That, there's that picture. It's like, it's funny how you make friends. You just find someone, you're like, oh, I like this one. I think I'll keep it. That's you look pretty fluffy. much what happened. So you choose friends the same way I choose stuffed animals for my bed. That's a little creepy. <laughs> what is that creepy? Just Came across creepy. Came across creepy? Oh, well, Just throwing it out there. Anything can be edited. Probably shouldn't be on your Tinder profile. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of things that shouldn't be on my Tinder profile. Hey, ladies, I'm single. (laughs) It's not surprising. You'll understand why very soon. So uh, let's uh, let's steer back on track of why we're doing this. Um, Why we're doing Rain City Supercars is because we both feel like there isn't enough attention given to the Northwest car culture. And... Well, it's so immense. I mean, you don't—you just don't have the yeah. exotic cars or the tuner cars. Or the, I mean, you've got off-road. You've got a huge. You've got a pretty large lowrider community, which I'm figuring out as of recently. Yeah, kind of interesting. End, yeah. The tuners. The I mean, you've got a t- huge classic, and then yeah. What's the uh, phrase? Um, pre-war always pre-war classic. Too. Pre-war, not, not classic, just classic, but yeah. pre-war, like uh, you know your your cords and your uh, packards, things like that. Incredible, incredible yeah. pre-war it, cars. Strange. I mean, I didn't know there was as many as there were here until. We started getting to know the judges down in Monterey and realizing how many of them kept come down. Let alone the judges from Monterey. In case anybody doesn't know, Monterey being Car Week during August, yeah. a bunch of the judges from down in Monterey are Pacific West individuals. Yeah, Pacific Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we wanted to highlight a lot of that. If for some reason none of the media publications, I think I'm pretty sure everybody just online thinks it rains all the time. Nobody drives anything, and. They forget that there's so much of that. There's a ton of tech money here, of course. We've got Microsoft, Amazon, Nintendo, Google has an office here. And that leads to car culture because you have a diverse group of people who like cars and they can afford it. have too much bloody money. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's true. I immediately knew the quote. I mean, yeah, Yeah. exactly. 
But it, you're right. It, it, there's the the amount of, of of tech and and wealth that is here allows an incredible car community that I think a lot of people don't understand that some of the biggest car collections in the world from Ferrari and things like that are, are in this area. Yeah, and we want to bring uh, we want to highlight those people. One of the things we're going to do a lot of on this show is bring guests in. It's it, as much as fun, as it is fun to listen to each other. We want to highlight some of the people that are. are have been big contributors to the car scene in one way or another that you may not have heard of. And I don't mean famous people around here who have big collections, but we want to talk about the ones that you maybe don't know as well, who you probably do know by their work or their impact on the car community. Well, and they're passionate about it, and why, because they're a car guy, do they choose to live here? Is it because of their job, or is it because of the reasons like you and I like to live here? We, we work here, but there's so much to do. It's such a vast area between... Yeah, and we have tons of roads. We have all different climates. You can literally go from rainforest to uh, the mountains and the snow to the desert in the same day here. And, yeah. And that's not even that long of a drive. It took four hours, you're going to be in all four of those, which is... Fun. It makes it great. It makes our communities mesh. Um, the same guys that are driving a two hundred plus thousand dollar Ferraris are driving off road Jeeps that are built to the max. Yep. And it makes this really cool melting pot of not only people but cars, and that's a great thing. I'm not one of those guys who's like the McLaren oh, F1. Dan, is the, you're one of those. Guys. Okay, I am the one of those. The McLaren F1 is the best car I've ever made. Yeah. But I also like I like tuners. I like motorcycles. I like off road, and I'm not the only one. That's a very normal thing for the Pacific Northwest. Well, I think you you hit on a very good point there in the fact that n- people here are automotive enthusiasts in gen- in general. Yeah, <laughs> that exactly. They're they're not just they're not just one type. And I think you know, Dan, you and I have spent a lot of time in California, and we love the car culture there. But a lot of people are showy. Uh, yeah, they're showy, and you know, they, they 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 buy one car, and they always buy one car, and their garage is full of one car. And if they don't have that one car, then it's the same company of car. You know, exactly. And it's. Here it's just such a different area, and it's just I, I like the, how eclectic it is here. <clears throat> exactly, so. the, the eclectic is probably a great word to describe Seattle in general, and it resonates within our car scene and our motorcycle scene and our off-road scene, and we want to bring that to the spotlight with our podcast. Hopefully, with some videos at some point. Yeah, yeah. So we we'd like you to see our faces. You yeah. probably don't want to, but you're gonna. And that brings me to another point that I want to touch on here is I want feedback. I yeah. want people to listen to our show and be, and like I said, we're going to bring in guests. We're going to talk about tuners, off-road, exotics, all that. But I also want uh, your favorite roads. I want to know what your favorite car is and why you're driving it. Maybe there's one that we've overlooked um, or a car that's coming back into the limelight. Like we've seen uh, tuners growing in value crazy. The Scirocco's are not coming back, Dan. Stop fighting it. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. It's not happening. I kind of think they are coming back. Because Mark 1s, not the Mark 2s, but the Mark 1 GTIs, Scirocco's, the early water-cooled stuff. You have an illness. I probably do. I mean, <laughs> oh, don't get me into air-cooled versus water-cooled. You know I hate that. Let's just, <laughs> I just. We're going to bring, we'll, we will bring a friend of ours on to discuss that. Yes. He was a big air-cooled guy. Yeah. And uh, that'll be a good topic for us. All right, so the first topic we're going to talk about on our podcast is one that's very near and dear to my heart, um, which is probably why I have a website about it. Porn? <laughs> No, Nick. Oh, sorry. Uh, Oh, near and dear. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) Do we need to have an intervention again? No, the first three worked, I swear. Okay. We're going to talk about drives, Um, and that's one of the best things about the Pacific Northwest is the diversity of drives we have, the amazing roads we have. Well, like you were saying earlier, you can be in three different climates and four different climates in In the same day. day. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is one of the first times Nick and I really hung out and met as we did this drive over, we went up 
uh, Highway 530 outside of Arlington, Washington, which is actually my home. Where you're home from. <laughs> yes, my absolutely, yeah. And then we took uh, from 530, we went over Highway 20, which goes over the mountains. And then... What's your 20, 20? What's your 20 on 20? <laughs> then we went down... <laughs> 153, uh, Highway 153 to 97, and then we got back on Highway 2 and went through Leavenworth. Um, well, but to be technical, we took the Maserati, we took the GTR, we had a bunch of other friends that came with yeah. us and had a wonderful time. Technically, the Maserati only made it to slightly outside of Twist before <laughs> we had a, a, a minor, uh, what we'll call it, uh, breakdown. It was a full-on breakdown. Full-on breakdown. Yeah. Let's start from the beginning. Okay. So, uh, Nick and I hadn't known each other that well. We just... Um, a week was, or two. <laughs> yeah, literally. We had just met a little bit. Yeah. Um, and we're 16 days apart. He's his birthday's middle of October. 11th, yeah. 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 And so, um, he was doing this birthday drive up and around uh, Highway 20, which is a... They call this the North Cascades Loop in Washington. It's a pretty famous drive for the locals here. If you're not from here, you're maybe not aware of it. 20 isn't open that often. Uh, in fact, this year they had snow on it all the way into August. So its its opening season is actually pretty short, uh, depending on how the winter goes, because it's extremely high elevation and it doesn't have like a major connection like you have between the town of Wenatchee in Seattle or um, uh, Ellensburg in Seattle. Nope. So 92 yeah, are cleared yeah. often, whereas 20 doesn't have some giant ski resort everybody goes to, so they don't clear it that often. And it's one of those roads that when they do clear it, they you still have like. 15-foot walls on each side as you're driving right. through going, um... <laughs> yeah. And so we were taking it as our last drive of the season. And uh, so uh, Sean planned this. Uh, That's right. One of our, our favorite routes. That so. old bastard Sean. <laughs> He'll be a guest on our show. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we go out 530, which is this little stretch of our, uh, the highway that leads out of Arlington to a little logging town of Darrington. Um, if you're a national listener, you probably have heard of it because of the landslide that happened in Oso. That was a big Four tragic event. Um, that was right off 530 right outside Way of Way to take the vibe out, Dan. Let's talk about people dying. Or not. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, that's probably a good point. We'll skip yeah. that part. Anyway, uh, so we get out of Darrington. It's a really fun road, 530, though. Nice and twisty. Ooh. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it'll get your blood pumping um, until you run into the cop that's sitting out by the traffic store all the time. And then... <laughs> you know, something about that. He's known throughout this state that he sits there. Right. And you would think that, you know... Well, drafted a New Halem. But, but my point yeah. is, like, if everybody knows where you sit... <laughs> yeah. Change it up. Not that I want to get caught. <laughs> or not that we would ever break the speed limit, but I'm just saying, if yeah. everybody knows it, you know, So there's a, there's, a, there's a few on Highway 20 here that mm. people should know about. Um, there's uh, Trafton. Um, the Trafton's a general store. is a good spot for cops. Darrington, there's always a sheriff. There's always, unless it's the middle of the night. There's only two of them, and they don't really work there. Do they I want to know why you did this in the middle of the night, Dan? <laughs> I'm, that was actually 2 and 90. It's a different story. We'll get there another time. <laughs> okay. So... And then Rockport uh, is this little tiny town. Guess what they do there? It's next to concrete. <laughs> <laughs> do they mine rocks and then turn them into concrete? That's exactly what, what they do What do you there. know? Hey, see? My first test I so, passed. So Marble Mount, um, another cop stop. New Halem, uh, really cool little stop. There's a good uh, photo opportunity there for any uh, people who are into car photography. Right. This is a great spot to go and a great drive to go on. There's a giant old steam train there. There's a bridge that crosses the dam. It's a one-lane bridge. And it's not always open, but you can still back up to it and get a great shot of your car, like on the bridge there. Now, did we, did we go through Marble Mount first, and then we hit what, what is that that infamous lake that you always make a stop at that has just wonderful just, views? So we got Marble Mount, and then up to New Halem, which is New where Halem. the train is, and then the view is the uh, Diablo Lake Overlook. 
Diablo Lake Vista Point, if you want to put it on Google Maps. Okay. And I got to paint this picture for you guys if you haven't been there. You can Google the image, but uh, this place, even if you look at the images, they will never do the the bluish green of this lake justice. It's gorgeous. And the Vista Point overlooks the entire lake. It's one of the most photographed spots out there. Anyway, if you ever get up Highway 20, that, that is a reason enough to go up Highway 20 yeah. just to go there and turn around if you Great. can't make it over the entire way. Wonderful rest stop. Yeah. And it's just and about the time I have to pee, so it works out really well. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's timing. It's all about timing. So, yeah. You should have that checked. You're older now. <laughs> Damn it, Dan. Why you always got to bring that up? <laughs> anyway, um, once you do the fantastic drive on Highway 20, I tell everybody, it's just a road you can go pretty quick on and still have a really good time, but... When they, this is like the only road I've ever been on where I actually pay attention to the, to the sign that says "Watch for rocks." Yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah, you yeah, remember yeah. that rocks come down all over the place, and they're not like, "Oh, there's a pebble or there's a rock that's going to pierce my tire." It's a Buick. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the <laughs> kind that you hit and they don't move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you know, it's a total huge Buick rock. Yeah. We we're, we're, there was a huge one in the road. In the other yeah. lane. Because they had that, right. that other lane that split, and this thing had bounced through our lane yeah. into the other lane, and they hadn't come to clear it yet, and it was like if you hit it. It wasn't going to move. Yeah, you're done. Yeah. yeah. So done. be careful when you drive out there. You don't have to go too fast to have a good time on 20. You can go quick and have plenty of room and not kill yourself and anybody else. Well, and that took us, on 20, we ended up in what, Winthrop? Yep, Winthrop? Winthrop. Yeah. Yeah. And Winthrop is a great little town. We went up to Sun Mountain Lodge, um, which <laughs> Love is, that place. Which one, is Love one of the most picturesque places you'll ever go to. Mm-hmm. And I'll, we say it's in Winthrop, but it's not actually. It's, uh, it's kind of its own little spot. You go mm-hmm. out of town probably 15, 20 miles maybe on its own little road. A wonderful road up yeah, there. It has its own lake. Road. sits and looks over the whole valley. I mean... And they have a great restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very northwest styled hunter's lodge kind of style but it's yeah, a nice place. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of a hunter's lodge kind of style but uh, like a yeah, if, you're, if you work for PETA, you should not go there. I mean, there are no. bears and grizzlies and things on the wall. You work for so. PETA, you should probably not be listening to this because we hate you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Hey, it's people who enjoy the taste of animals. <laughs> Everybody knows that, Dan. Come on. No, so we came out of uh, Winthrop and we went to Twisp. And everything was good in Twisp. Everything was good in Twisp. Everything was good in everything Twisp. Everything was not good out of Twisp. Uh, you know, that's when things got, as they say, interesting. Um, uh, one of the gentlemen uh, you know, following us, and he, he texted me and he said, Hey, I think there's something coming out of your car. And, of course, I responded while driving, No, there's not, while watching my temperature gauge all of a sudden go through the roof. <laughs> Now I had my mom and my dad, and we were on. We were in the company car, and you know that, that Maserati was what six or seven months old. It was not very long, and, and a dis, one of the coolant hoses decided to blow, which is a wonderful place outside Twist because everyone knows one of the best Maserati dealerships in the world is in Twist. Oh wait, no, it's in Seattle. It's in Seattle. Yeah, your two choices are Seattle or Vancouver. Or Vancouver, yeah. I, I probably was closer to Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah, I probably should have called Vancouver, but. I remember I got on the phone BC, with... BC, that is, folks. Yeah, B- BC, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Other country. <laughs> oh, God, it was such an interesting uh, little expedition because I called, uh, what was it, the Maserati you know, customer the service. Thing, yeah. And the lady's like, well, where are you? And, and let me be honest, I had been on that road before, but I, I didn't know it like, you know, you know your roads. and You, you don't and go I, to Twist, but you go uh, through Twist. You go through Twist. <laughs> I mean, lovely little town, wonderful place to stop if you have to pee. But then you keep moving. And I remember the lady goes, where are you? And I'm asking you. And I'm, you're like, oh, yeah, we're on 153. And the lady's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm going to do my best to find you a tow truck. This was on like a Sunday. <laughs> and it just didn't. And and she, so she goes, well, I'm going to do my best. And, and so we ended up with 
the proverbial Cletus that showed up with his uh, flatbed trailer. And, and don't get me wrong, he shows up, and you know, there's all these. I had all the, all of our wonderful friends. We had all the cars on the side of the road, and the Maserati's all broken down. Great photo because I'm sitting there with the hood up, and I, my foot had just had surgery. <laughs> I love that photo. And this guy just, I don't know if he was overwhelmed, but we kept talking to him, and he kept trying to get the car up on the flatbed, and it was just like the front lip was going to break. And so we're just, just watching the front end flex, oh, bend, and flex and bend and flex. And, bend. and, and the lady had told okay. me he probably wasn't going to drive back to Seattle that night. And I, it came down to the fact that he had never driven to Seattle before. And not only did he have to drive that car to Seattle, it, it stayed the night in twist, and then he had to drive it back, and he had to drive his tow truck. This is a small-town guy onto Capitol Hill and drop it off, which he was not real happy about, but he did an excellent job. Yeah, they did do there nice wasn't job. There wasn't a lot of, of damage to the car. That, that was his fault, of course. Um, and I think uh, Maserati ended up paying him thirteen or 1400 bucks to get it there. So <laughs> it was uh, kind of interesting. But this is when I had the rare opportunity. We, were, we had, thank God we had our, our friend Brendan, who had his beautiful M5 with us. And uh, he kind of, he, he took me and my family, and we, we, we drove and met everybody Back at Pateras because they had everybody left us because you know that's what you do. Our friends leave each other on the side of the road. And Dan didn't know me that well, well, so he just kept driving on. There's a good bakery in Pateras. There was a wonderful bakery in Pateras. <laughs> I didn't get to get there, but I get there and Dan goes, "Hey, sorry your car broke down. Do you want to drive my GTR?" And I have had the opportunity to drive some really fun cars, and I'm so grateful for that. I had never driven the GTR, and and every, and it had so like was the what well, I hate to say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with a new term. It was kind of a Godzilla. I don't know if anybody else is gonna ever call it that, but you know, it's it, it could stay. You should patent that. I should patent that, I right? Can see I it mean, on a t-shirt. it could be on a T-shirt. I mean, GTR Godzilla. Come on, I think it would work. And so, oh, yeah, I'm just gonna. This reminds me of, of uh, a t- quick quick story. I was driving my GTR and I was in Arches National Park in Utah, just outside of Moab, Utah, and it's cliche, but it's hilarious. Tour bus pulls up. Bunch of, bunch of Japanese tourists comes out, and this little Japanese guy runs up to me and goes, Koshira! <laughs> and it was one of the best moments of my life. And he high-fived me, and I was like, yes, cars connecting people. <laughs> but you didn't even have your car. You had your pants off. <laughs> Koshira! Well, that doesn't come off weird at all. Um, so, basically, Dan says, hey. Sorry, kids. I, you don't know me, but... Real well. We'd known each other for a week. We had bonded pretty fast. I mean, we, Dan and I always joke that we share the same brain. I think he carries more of it than I do, but that's okay. Um, and he says, would you like to drive the GTR? And I said, yeah, I'd love to. You know, and when when you're given the opportunity to drive somebody else's car, well, I shouldn't say you. You tend to take somebody else's car and throw it around like it, you own Your it. Your car. Yeah, my car. Um, yeah, yeah, tires, to yeah, be fair. Yeah. So it's still recovered very well. We'll get that into direction. that story in another podcast, but Dan and I switched cars one day and... and and I ended up needing new tires, but um, <laughs> which is a funny story. But so I'm driving with Dan, and Dan's you know talking about this wonderful GTR, and he's talking about how powerful it is, and, and it's kind of freaking me out. Even though I've driven a lot of cars, and the funniest part about this story is Dan at the end of the story goes, "Yeah, it's a great car. Really, the only problem with it is is there's this one little what was it? It was a spring or something? Clock spring. A clock spring. <laughs> and I didn't a steering know the time. There was a rattle behind the steering, and it wheel. was rattling. And the minute he said it, that's all I heard. That's all I could hear in that car. I'm in one of the most powerful like Japanese cars ever, and all I can hear is the rattle. And I remember we were coming up on a car, and you said, oh, you could pass it easily. And in my mind, I'm thinking, daily driver BMW or my Triumph, you know. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I can't make that. And knowing, knowing what I know now, we could have made it with plenty of time. It would have been perfect. But it turned into a really interesting drive. It was fun. I didn't really drive it that well because I didn't I didn't know Dan well enough. And looking back, had I, I should have just gunned it. And we yeah, would have been fine. And we would have been fine. Because uh, I'm not... 
Yeah, I, yeah. I don't get scared easily. When other people, I, I, like, I have a really good time actually letting other people drive my cars. Yeah. And it's really fun for me to see the reactions, especially in the Z06. Mm-hmm. But, uh, the, That's a great car to drive, too. I mean, I drove that one a little harder. Not uh, Still not as hard as you drove the Maserati, but that was that was a great time. But, yeah, we uh, what, and then we, we went to Viteris, and then we, we drove all the way into, like, what, we uh, came we down. We went to Chelan. Chelan, 97 there. Which, by the way, um, another, another thing about this drive, uh, Chelan is a big part of this drive, too. And this is why you should get on this drive at, like, 7 in the morning if you can. This is one, you'll avoid the Highway 20 traffic. You'll get to... Um, I don't remember being in Chelan. That's so funny. We just kind of went around it because we needed to get back. Yeah. Um, but normally when I do this drive and I plan this drive as a group, we go to Chelan because what the water is amazing in Chelan. It's a different... It's a. I mean, Diablo Lake is gorgeous and it's in Chelan is totally different gorgeous. It's one of the... When that area is not on fire, it's really nice. <laughs> that's true. Man, that's still sad. Yeah. Um, it's the... Fourth deepest lake in North America. Something like third, that. Third, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the water is all glacial runoff, so it's this gorgeous blue. And it's, uh, I grew up going out to Chelan and boating in Chelan and stuff like that. And uh, it's it's great. You dive into the top layer, it's nice and warm, but you go down like six feet, and it goes from 90 degrees to like 30. It is ice cold as soon as you get out of the, the depth of the sun rays. I've dated some women like that that change yeah, temperature too. like that too. Yeah, so, I mean, that's. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but we yeah we went. Into but it's also a really fun road. This section of ninety seven that comes down Chelan is mm-hmm. sweeping wide curves and just a treat to drive in anything. Yeah, we had a lot of fun, and then we we went down. We ended up down in, in Leavenworth, which is if you haven't been to Leavenworth, which we'll talk about again. Munchen House, Munchen House, yeah. Force is banging on the cuffing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong house. Wrong house. Okay. And then we ended up so, coming uh, back. Rocks and beer. Oh, rocks and beer. Oh, so still windows involved. Um, <laughs> basically, we ended up on, on two coming all the way back and over, um, what is the pass there? Um, Stevens Pass. Stevens Pass. Duh. Yeah. duh. Yes, it's almost, they should name a CK resort after it. That would be even better. That's um, a good idea. And then coming all the way down on, on two through, you know, uh, was it a gold bar and all that. Yep. And then um, coming back into Redmond, you take the... Uh, if you're coming down this way, everybody tends to get stuck in traffic in two. There's a really small side road I like to tell people about. I love that road. Yeah. Yeah, that road is the Ben Howard Road. Um, it's not... Not Ben Bridge. Not Ben Bridge. Ben That's Howard. That's Jewelry Road. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it follows the Skykomish River outside of Sultan. Um, it's... And it just... You can just kind of follow it and bypass uh, Highway 2, where it usually backs up in that it's section. So be- backs up coming out on the road there. It's yeah. It's horrible. And it's not... It'll... Always save you at least five ten minutes. There's no lights on it. It's not. There's not a lot of turnoffs off of it. So if you're headed south anywhere, Redmond, Seattle, whatever, take that road. Um, if you're lucky, there won't be anybody on it. You can actually enjoy the curves. It's, it's just a great it's, road. It's a it's good condition some, it's too. It's some deep curves though. I mean, you got to be honest. That's a road that you could get in trouble real fast. It's like, not as bad as Highbridge, but you no. can take the straight to Highbridge. Yeah. But yeah, you can get in trouble. Um, make sure you slow down through the uh, the RV park through there. There's a lot of foot traffic through there, bicycles. So. Watch it, but you can make one heck of a drive in Washington by doing this loop. I recommend everybody does it. Um, if you go to dancedrives.com and then go to single day drives, you can find my notes on it, and it includes all Wait this. Wait a minute, you're Dan of Dan's Drives? Who knew? That's so amazing. <laughs> and that brings me back to why we started with this podcast, why I started dancedrives.com. And it's we not. We need the money. <laughs> Boy, are we going to be poor. <laughs> are we going to be poor? Yeah, no. No, n- neither Nick and myself are planning to have this replace our day job. This is something I, I actually created by request from my friends who just are like, hey, Dan, I'm going for a drive. Where should I go? They've seen me post photos from here and there and all over the place, and they know I like to get out and drive. And 
part of exposing Northwest car culture is driving. It's one of the best well, you, things about here. And you have you have you have a, a great knowledge base that a lot of people don't. You really have gone, like you said, you've gone out there and because of your childhood and the fact that you said you love to go out and drive, you've gone out and experienced these roads that some of us don't even know exist. Hopefully. Uh, I wanted, and that's one of the reasons I asked for feedback in the meeting, too. If you know of a road, uh, I don't. If you look at my site and you you can submit a question and be like, hey, Dan, what about this road? If I don't know, I'm probably going to go drive it and find out, for one. Yep. Um, and two, I, I want to know. We're I wanna, good at research. Yeah, <laughs> I actually really like researching. I've already been, one of the uh, areas of the state that I partic in particular don't know that much about is your home area, which is Spokane. Um, I've done a lot of the southeast side, but not all of the northeast side. And wow. man, there are some great roads out there. Uh -huh. But I've only been through the highways. Like, I've been around Grand Coulee and those areas. But you've been up into, like, I mean, we're kind of getting away from Spokane, but you've been up sort of, like, uh, in the Idaho-Schweitzer area up into there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's that space in Washington itself. Oh, yeah. That there's a lot up there. and I A lot of good country there and a lot of great roads. I mean, piggyback off what you're saying, like, if you continue Highway 2 through Brewster and keep going, and you exactly. get up back up on, on up there, there's some really great roads. It's, it's a lot of stuff. But... I think kind of to, to say this again, we want to take you know Rain City Supercars and we want to sh we want to expose the world to the car culture, which we believe is the the car people, the cars, the roads, the environment, and we want people to understand that as much as people think it rains here all the time, like you said before, it doesn't. This is one of the best places to live. That's why these companies are here. That's why these people are pro making good money and buying these cars and living here. So we'll hope you enjoy the ride. Um, next up on our next podcast, we've got uh, Steve Theodore. Yeah. Super Steve. Super Steve. Yeah. Bald bastard. Um, <laughs> he's going to be great. Uh, Steve is one of these guys that is an eclectic collector. I mean, he's but he's got a, a GT3 RS. Uh -huh. He's got that Supra that's what, like a thousand, thousand horsepower. horsepower. He's got a WRX. He's uh, got STI. STI. Oh, he's got the STI. Player. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. Okay. WRX and STI. Um, um, yeah, We're missing one, an important one. No, he had the, he got rid of the Lexus, but Steve will tell us all about it. Like I said, and he is he is a car guide through GTR. and through. That's like, right. Oh, yeah, that's oh how I know, yeah. <laughs> um, we're calling Godzilla now. We want that stick. So yeah, yeah. and a GTR. Yeah, and uh, and to top it all off, he's a really nice guy to boot. That uh, everybody who's been in the car scene in Washington probably knows. Like once you see him, you're like, oh, that guy. I've yeah. talked to him a hundred times. He helped no. me take photos. Like he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He's a great guy to know in the car community. Um, and we are excited to have him on our show. Yeah. Should be a great show. Please uh, come back for episode two. Uh, we thank you for joining us for our, uh, our inaugural broadcast of Rain City Supercars. Yeah. I'm Nick. And I'm Dan. And uh, don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.